Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, you are the first to hear uh, about a new website and petition that I have put up called Please Fire Fauci. Talking about Dr. Fauci, the website, the website is www.pleasefirefauci.com. Dot com. Um, and on the front page, it says, America has had enough. Please fire Fauci. Tell Dr. Fauci his 15 minutes are up. Sign the petition here. Lives ruined, businesses destroyed, faith shattered. Um, why am I doing this website and petition? Well, um, As you know, uh, I am a psychiatrist, an MD and a psychiatrist, and I also have a master's in public health, and um, which I got after my MD and after my psychiatry residency and all of that. Um, As part of the uh, part of getting a master's in public health, it was paid for by a fellowship from the National Institutes of Mental Health. And during this, um, this three-year program, this master's, I did research. My topic, for which I got the grant, was called The Seven Warning Signs of Mental Illness. And basically what that was was a public health campaign, helping people to recognize when uh, they themselves or people they know or care about have uh, signs of mental illness, depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, and so on. So the point is that during these three years of uh, training and research and so on, um, I learned how to do a public health campaign. Now, (laughs) unfortunately, I don't think Dr. Fauci has ever taken a course on how to do a public health campaign, or else if he has, he has forgotten it. Because uh, the public health campaign that was put out for COVID-19, coronavirus, COVID-19, was a disaster. What he did was the first thing that they tell you not to do, you know, in Public Health 101, they talk about if you're going to do a public health campaign, you do not do it, the worst thing to do, is to just scare people to death and then um, make mandates or rules uh, telling them what to do rather than enlisting people, encouraging people, uh, of course, explaining whatever the disorder is, but um, encouraging people to take the right steps to protect themselves from the disorder, it could be a mental health disorder, it could be a physical disorder, certainly it would be coronavirus and COVID. Um, and, and that is how you get people to take these steps to help them protect themselves. Instead, what Dr. Fauci did was uh, be um, in charge, basically, the head of the program, 
that um, sent out, um, or was the he was the primary uh, mouthpiece, the primary spokesperson for the campaign, and um, that campaign encouraged media to uh, have incredible. Uh, stories about the worst, you know, the 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 most the scariest parts of coronavirus and COVID. Now, granted, COVID is pretty scary. Uh, there were many uh, thousands of people, millions of people who ultimately died from it. But um, that and and what was shown in the media was. Um, the statistics every day, I mean, it isn't as bad now, but certainly starting at the beginning and, well, starting from when he was in charge and and, um, and going on. Until, I mean, even now we still hear and see statistics of how many people died, how many people, how many new cases, um, how many people are in the hospital. And, um, you know, the whole thing was, it was really the, the number of people who died or the number of new cases, I should say, uh, was really a number that did not make any sense because the number of new cases was dependent upon the number of tests, COVID tests, that were available and happening in a particular area. So, for example, I live in Los Angeles, and um, one particular station that uh, is a news station would have every... (laughs) Like every 20 minutes, um, they would give statistics about these things, the deaths, the new cases, the hospitalizations, and so on. Now, what does that do to people when they hear that? I mean, do you think that that does something that helps people um, to protect themselves from COVID? Absolutely not. It stresses them out. And in fact... um, Dr. Fauci, I have called him from the beginning of the pandemic, I have called him the voice of gloom and doom because um, he, in particular, not only you know fed all of these other stories, but he, in particular, would have something um, <laughs> devastating to say, something stressful to say. Again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be have heard and, and still hear um, the the truth, but, um, but not in a way that was meant to scare us and meant to, to get us to listen to what our governors and our mayors and the various people um, who took power during this pandemic, uh, to listen to them, to retreat, retreat into our homes, to be on lockdown for almost a year, or in some places, you know, it depends on where you live, but some places more than a year. Um, so what, what is, why did he do this, and what is wrong with this, and why am I doing this um, website? The website, by the way, the point of the website is to have a petition. There's a petition on it that you can sign. You can sign it with your real name, but you can also have that, um, not show, you know, have, be anonymous, not show, have that be shown on the uh, website. In other words, um, um, whoever goes to the petition doesn't have to see your name. It just sees that there is somebody who signed there, but you can be, seem like, uh, you can, your name could be hidden, in other words. So why, why did I do this 
website in the first place. Um, it's because uh, I, you know, as, well, throughout this pandemic, as you know, because I've done a number of shows on Voice America about it, I have been, I have been doing daily uh, interviews on radio, on television, for print, um, about COVID and about the different aspects of it that were happening throughout, you know, all the different phases, uh, trying to help people, trying to calm them down, giving them my anagram, um, which I will tell you about at the end of what you really, this is what the, what the public health campaign should have been about, the things that you can do, easy things that you can do every day to um, make sure that uh, you keep, well, I'm not guaranteeing it. I can act, nobody can guarantee that you're going to either not get COVID or, or stay healthy 100%. But certainly, uh, this is something that people, if they did it every day, they would be a lot more protected from COVID and from um, other illnesses as well, psychological issues and, and mental, physical issues, mental and, and medical issues. So, um, why I did this website was to raise awareness about how Dr. Anthony Fauci's decisions have negatively impacted millions of lives. Now, I have been helping people on the front lines of fighting COVID. I've been treating patients during COVID. I've been doing, as I said, daily media interviews and so on. And um, it has it has bothered me as each new person died or more people died or more people got sick. It has bothered me more and more that um, Fauci was giving out information. We all know, I mean, unless you've been hidden under a rock, you know that he has been given uh, giving out self-contradictory information changing his changing his story, changing his advice more often than he changes his underwear. Very hypocritical. I'm going to get into that. Um, I'm going to get into that in a bit. Uh, where, you know, recently his emails have been uh, discovered by the media um, through Freedom of Information. The Freedom of Information Act allowed a media outlet to see... Uh, Dr. Fauci's emails throughout the the pandemic that he sent, that he corresponded with with various people about. And that in itself, you know, have you noticed, uh, it depends on when you're hearing this, but, um, but, you know, as of, as I am uh, doing this show, Dr. Fauci has kind of, we haven't been hearing from him as much over the last several days. Uh, Really since the emails came out at first, he, at first, he tried to say that the people were misinterpreting the emails, that um, it's not what it's, they seem to be. You know, they're in black and white, right? Uh, but they're not what they seem to be, um, and so on. And now he has been kind of uh, not as prominent in the media as he usually is, which is, uh, you know, every waking hour just about. So, um, but... So there are more and more revelations that have been coming out recently. The emails, of course, uh, was a big, um, had a lot of interesting revelations. But even before that, there were people who were putting together the lies, the contradictions, how he told, um, gave one piece of advice on one day and then a different piece of advice. And it's not, you cannot explain it at first, you know, to try to give them the benefit of the doubt, 
one might want to say, well, this is a new uh, virus, a new um, infection, a new disorder, and so we don't really know a lot about that. Well, yes, that is true, and that's part of the problem, that why, you know, why there have been so many deaths. But, but um, that is not enough to explain the things that he has been telling us. Uh, and why he has been telling us these things. Uh, for example, saying, telling us um, to, to not to wear masks and to wear masks, uh, particularly lying about his ties to the Wuhan lab, the Wuhan lab in China. He has um, direct connections. He's been hiding what has been going on there. He has been funding the research that has been going on there, and he has been, been waffling about that. Um, trying to have it not come out and seem as though uh, he really does have such direct ties. Now, um, uh, when we come back, I will um, tell you, give you five reasons why he has to go, five reasons why you need to sign this petition on www.com pleasefirefauci.com, and that's please fire, Fauci is F-A-U-C-I dot com. Um, and so I'm going to, when we come back, I'm going to give you five reasons why he has to go. You know, on the website, on the first page, there's a picture, uh, a, um, a black and white picture of a man uh, dancing on a stage and um, someone taking a hook to him uh, he's <laughs> to you know get him off the stage. That's like what they did in old vaudeville times when a performer had been on the stage for too long, <laughs> outlived his 15 minutes of fame, and uh, so they had to take a hook to them. And that's what I am suggesting that we need to do to Dr. Fauci. And when we come back, I'll give you five reasons explicitly why. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where I am happy to have the opportunity today to tell you, uh, because it just went up today, about my new website um, that is uh, set up for a purpose. It is called PleaseFireFauci.com, and it has a petition that um, I am asking people to sign to Fire Fauci. I'm going to be sending this to um, people in Congress and Biden, the White House, and all of that, anybody who has the power <laughs> to uh, potentially fire Fauci, um, I guess is the, the National Institutes of Health as well, for that matter. Um, but anyhow, so, so I, I, I was telling you, giving you kind of an introduction to this, and uh, now I'm going to tell you the um, five reasons to fire Fauci. So the website... Um, has a petition on it, and you can click and you can sign the petition. Okay. So, five reasons to fire Fauci. Number one, Dr. Fauci has been the face and voice of gloom and doom throughout the pandemic, and since stress weakens our immune system, he has therefore undoubtedly caused more people to get sick and die from COVID-19. Now, as I was saying, um, I've been talking about Fauci uh, when I've been doing my media interviews, talking about various things about the pandemic. Um, the more outrageous he became, <laughs> uh, the more exposed it was that he was, you know, not doing anybody any good, just stressing us, making us more vulnerable uh, to COVID. Um, you know, I, I all I did, I just kind of uh, mentioned it in a number of interviews when when it came up or when I could bring it up. But, um, and I have been basically holding in doing anything about it until finally, <laughs> finally it has reached a, a breaking point where I feel that we just have to get rid of him. Enough is enough, especially, you know, COVID, as much as you may have been let out today, you know, um, this, uh, in many places, the restrictions uh, have eased somewhat at least, but it doesn't necessarily mean that COVID is over. Because um, because there are new strains and because we just we just don't know. So in other words, it's not like uh, well, you know the we can't really say well, uh, COVID is over, so Fauci isn't going to be doing anything much anymore anyway. So why do you have to bother trying to fire him? <laughs> because we don't know, and because he needs just every day that he is out there spouting more lies. Um, is that means that more people are getting sick and dying from COVID. Plus, there are more reasons. So that's reason number one. Number two, Dr. Fauci has contradicted himself countless times, confusing all of us 
until we stopped listening altogether or overreacted by making life changes that put us more in harm's way or caused us to lose our connection to others and our humanity. You know, we have stopped listening. We, when, when, when you feel somewhat helpless and there's something that you are scared about and the person who you have been relying on to help you get out of this mess, whatever the mess is, not just COVID, but when you start realizing that a person who you've been depending upon to help you with whatever situation, when you realize that they keep contradicting themselves and they seem to be more interested in themselves than in really helping you, um, that is, uh, you, you put them, you stop listening. Or, you know, be, you, before that, many of us have been overreacting, you know, changing this way, that way, and so on. And by being locked up and uh, losing our connections to other people, remember Dr. Fauci was talking about how we should ne- we're never going to be able to shake hands again, uh, we should wear gloves all the time, uh, there's a whole list of things that he has said that really um, turned out to not be true and to not be helpful and instead to make us now um, have all kinds of problems in interacting with each other and connecting with each other. All right, number three of the list of five reasons to fire Fauci. Dr. Fauci has taken advantage of the trust Americans put in him to tell us the truth and save us from COVID-19. Instead, he used this position to become a celebrity. From having Brad Pitt play him on TV, you may have seen uh, that on Saturday Night Live, to throwing out the first pitch in a baseball game. And, and do you remember that um, you may have seen that after he threw out the pitch in the baseball, after the baseball uh, game, he was sitting in the stands and he didn't have his mask on, that he got caught, you know, with, by a camera with not having his mask on, and he was, sitting, he was sitting with people, and he was sitting really close to them, not six feet apart, just like in a normal seat in a, in a bleacher. Um, okay, to having an action figure made in his likeness. There are Fauci dolls, Fauci action figures. Um, surely he would have licensed that. He has also taken... Fi- taken advantage financially as the highest paid employee in the, in the entire U.S. federal government. Many people do not know this, but he is making close to half a million dollars a year from the federal government. Forget these other things. From the, the government, our government, well, <laughs> I know people are listening from all over the world, but the U.S. government um, has been paying him close to half a million dollars a year which is even more than the President of the United States gets. Now, there are, there are other things that, are being, um, that have been unveiled by some people uh, in regard to, for example, how he's profiting from the um, pharmaceutical companies. I'm sure that you know that um, from the beginning, really early on in the, in the um, pandemic, he was touting the vaccines that, oh, wait, wait till the vaccines come, then everything's going to be fine. Take, get a vaccine. And now he's saying, he's still saying that, of course, and I think he was really shocked that um, not as many people in the U.S. wanted to get the vaccine as they had thought. Um, 
you know, there it's a lower percentage of people. So he was out there saying, oh, we need herd immunity, herd immunity. And in order to get herd immunity, we have to get 70% of the people to have a shot. He's going on and on about getting vaccines. And, um, and now he's saying, before he was saying, you'll need a booster vaccine every year. Now he's saying um, that we will need a booster even before the end of a year. And, and uh, now I have pretty much been saying in, in interviews about the vaccine, um, what I'm, I'm against, I'm against us being mandated. You know, I'm against the, uh, the rules that have been put in place, and it's very kind of um, surreptitious. It's very, you know, the, uh, the White House is trying to say we're not making you get the vaccine, but there's, there are all these ways that, in fact, they, they have been in some sense. Um, you know, businesses can say that you can't come in without the vaccine. Uh, they could do something like saying you can't get a passport unless you have proof of the vaccine. This whole thing about a vaccine passport um, is very George Orwell, 1984, very much the government uh, controlling you. I mean, it's it's bad enough we we were putting lockdowns and all of those things, but the idea that the government can control what you put in your body, telling you you have to put these things in your body, that is a very, very dangerous, uh, slippery slope. It's the bottom of the slippery slope. And, and what's really, so I have been telling people, I haven't wanted to tell people, get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine. What I've been telling people, and I still say, is that we need to be free to be able to choose whether we want to get a vaccine or not. That is the important factor, um, to have the freedom, to keep the freedom, like we're, you know, guaranteed through the Constitution, you know, a little thing like that. Um, we need to be able to decide what goes in our body. So I haven't told people to get a vaccine or don't get a vaccine, but except I, I have recently made a, a change in that when it comes to children. Children, there's now, you know, they've, they've been saying ch- uh, children from 12, 12 up should get a vaccine, and there have been, they've already had problems, with, especially with young boys, uh, teenagers in early 20s who have had their second dose of a vaccine, they've gotten myocarditis, inflammation of the heart, which is very serious. So, um, so yes, so I am telling parents, in no way should you have your children get vaccines, because even though, you know, they're saying, I mean, really, this, the vaccines for adults, even all the vaccines for COVID, um, are just uh, on an emergency basis, the FDA approved them on an emergency basis because there hasn't been enough research to be able to approve them on a permanent basis. Now, so that's for adults and, and also for the children. Um, can you imagine if they haven't been able really, there hasn't been enough time to do enough research for adults, can you imagine how uh, there's no way that they could have done, they haven't done um, enough research for kids because children, 12 to, you know, kids, 12, 15 teenagers, um, and, you know, they're also talking about uh, saying that kids even younger than 12, but for now it's 12 and above. Um, kids, their organs, a 12-year-old, a 15-year-old, uh, their organs are not finished growing. 
And so putting something, a vaccine, um, some substance into your body when you haven't finished growing, your, your brain hasn't finished growing, your heart hasn't finished growing, um, that is extremely, extremely dangerous. I mean, there is, there is no way to have been able to do enough research for that because you would have had to do uh, 10 years of research. For example, a 12-year-old child to take them to 22 to see whether there's been no impact in those 10 years. And that, we know, has not been done because COVID wasn't around for 10 years. All right, um, let's see. Okay, now, oh, talking about the celebrity. Well, I'm still talking about the celebrity part. Um, I have this, uh, I've told this before on one of my uh, Voice America shows, I mean, on Dr. Carol's couch, um, about how I have had, a, before COVID, years before COVID, when I was working for a Lifetime Medical Television, as a host on air host and a producer and a writer, um, one of my jobs was to get doctors in various specialties to be guests on different shows, depending upon what the topic was. And um, I was asked to get Dr. Fauci, who I think had the same high position in NIH as he does now, um, and to get him when it was a, a show about allergies or the respiratory system or something like that. And I would call him and uh, ask him to come on. And every single time I called, and it was a, not quite a number of times because I worked there for a fairly decent amount of time. And whenever I called, whatever it was that I was asking him to do, he said yes. Now, the people at Lifetime were incredibly impressed. They thought it had something to do with my charm. I'd like to think, I wanted to think that too, actually. <laughs> and I have been thinking about that for all these years, that it was my charm. But um, now it is quite obvious that it was not my charm. It was his narcissism. Because, you know, with his face getting all over everything, he, that isn't something new that someone develops. He was having that back in the day when I was calling him to be on Lifetime Medical Television. So it wasn't my charm. <laughs> okay, number four for the reasons for why we should fire Fauci is our skyrocketing mental health problems, including substance abuse, anxiety, depression, PTSD, physical problems, including heart attacks, obesity, chronic illnesses, Family problems, including divorce, child abuse, failure of Zoom education, and more, are attributable to the stress, lockdown mandates, and other COVID-19 practices that have been put into place based upon Dr. Fauci's recommendations. So, if you had an awful time being locked down for this year... <laughs> uh, and maybe you lost your job because of all the businesses or maybe you even lost your business because of all the businesses going out of business and stores that uh, couldn't be open and restaurants and all of that, uh, thank Dr. Fauci for that. And then number five, Dr. Fauci's lies, such as his ties to the Wuhan lab and what he really knew about the origins of coronavirus, were long suspected by some, and are now steadily being revealed. Yes, I have been um, fortunately uh, connected to people who, um, for example, someone who was at the Wuhan lab, someone who uh, and came back 
to tell the story. Um, somebody else who has done, uh, is very well connected and has done a ton of research and has found the economic, financial gains that people, not just Fauci, but um, uh, Bill Gates um, and, uh, of course, the pharmaceutical companies, um, the, the, the ties, it's a very, one of the people um, who looked into this did a two-hour um, recording on, you know, un, untangling all these financial ties. Um, and then uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox has also talked about some of it. Uh, he didn't get into quite as as detailed a description of the two-hour one, but basically he's on the right track. And there are other people, you know. Now it is coming; uh, it's being it's coming out. More and more people are looking into this. Oh, and then I and yes, and then I had I did a um, a previous um, Dr. Carol's Couch show. Uh, you can look up with um, the author of a book. Uh, about Dr. Fauci. So, I mean, there are people who have been hinting. See, this is the thing. This is one of the things that really bothers me. There are people, I mean, you, you know, my mother used to say, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time. And so there have been people um, who have been uncovering these things. And what is very unfortunate is that the mainstream media has not really given voice to these people, not enough. You know, they, they question, in fact, listen to this. <laughs> I, can, I can say this from um, my own personal experience. Uh, putting up this website, we had a problem with um, attaching the petition because we went um, to one uh, company that does petitions and um, they put up, they connected the petition to the website. This is a, um, this is, it was connected on Friday and Saturday, <laughs> and then, or Friday at least. And then by Saturday um, afternoon, it was gone. They took it off. So we contacted them to see whether this was just a technical glitch, um, you know, that the, that the petition was no longer attached to the website, or whether it was on purpose. And clearly it was on purpose. And if that isn't enough, um, my publicist was sending out uh, a press release about the website. We're trying to get, you know, as many people as possible to read the website because it's not just about the petition. I have all kinds of information on there, news about Fauci, news as news comes out, you know, and then I have my, my um, anagram that I'm going to tell you about, Heal Myself, um, that will help you to stay protected or, or increasingly protected against COVID and other things. Um, so, I mean, you know, there are, there's information on the website. It's not just a petition. And so we sent out a, uh, a um, press release, just went out this morning, um, about, about the website and why, you know, why I'm doing this and all of that. Do you know <laughs> that um, some some uh, companies, uh, there, at least one, and I think there might have been several, um, who that you pay to send out press releases. You know, it's not like a free thing. Uh, businesses, in other words, who would make money from sending out such a press release or any press release, they refuse to send it out. 
Now, finally, we found one that did send it out, and it just went out today. But, um, but I mean, why I'm telling you all of this is because there is such pressure to protect Fauci uh, and all of the things that he is saying because, because people in power uh, benefit from everybody being fearful and cowed and, um, and staying in your home and all of the different things that have gone on. I know it's hard to believe, but yes. All right, we need to take another break. Stay tuned. When we come back, I'll tell you the fifth reason why um, we should fire Fauci. And then I'll also tell you about some of the other information uh, that is on the website, pleasefirefauci.com. Stay tuned. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey Alexa! Hey Google! Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at one 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. I'm talking today about why we should fire Dr. Fauci and how he has been a danger to our mental and physical health, why he has to go. So I was giving you five reasons. This is all in regard to, uh, this is it's such a perfect, um, I'm so glad to be talking about this today because uh, I just put up the website today, pleasefirefauci.com. That's pleasefirefauci, which is spelled F-A-U-C-I.com. And it has a petition that I really would appreciate you signing and it also has lots of them for other information about COVID and Fauci and and um, and my suggestion for um, what you can do uh, by prescription for America. All right, so I'm up to number five of the five reasons why we should fire Fauci. Uh, number five is Dr. Fauci's lies 
such as his ties to the Wuhan lab and what he really knew about the origins of coronavirus, were long suspected by some and are now steadily being revealed, thanks in part to his newly exposed emails and other investigations we all can see he is motivated more by self-interest than the health and well-being of the American people. Whether this makes him just an embarrassment to the medical profession or a traitor and or a criminal is still to be decided. But for now, you can stand up and ask to have him fired. And then right under that, it says, sign the petition here, as it says on many pages of this website. <laughs> Um, yes, you know, um, I think I, I have, um, also been a big proponent of, um, bringing New York governor, Andrew Cuomo up for criminal charges, not just a recall or ask him to resign, which obviously he's not planning on doing. You know, he was also charged with sexual harassment. When I say charged, that women came out and said that he had sexually harassed them that he still didn't resign. So he ain't resigning. <laughs> but, um, but because of all the deaths that uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo caused in the nursing homes by having uh, hospitals release patients who were still COVID positive into nursing homes, that killed thousands and thousands of, of elderly people who were in the nursing homes because, of course, it's contagious. And, um, and, and thousands have died. And, you know, we don't, it's tens of thousands or it could be hundreds of thousands. I mean, the number, they're still looking at what the number really is because uh, we know that he vastly underreported the number of deaths in the nursing homes. Um, and so the, the final number is yet to be seen, but it is, you know, in the hundreds of thousands, undoubtedly. All right, so let me go to another page of this, um, of this website, uh, pleasefirefauci.com. <laughs> um, let me tell you about the mental health impact. So I, actually, I've talked, I've, I've talked about some of that already. Now, the most important thing I want to make sure um, I have time to tell you is my prescription for America. And that's prescription in single quotes. Obviously, this is not a real written down prescription you take to the drugstore. Um, but it's my prescription for America. This is what should have been, uh, what Dr. Fauci should have been saying, or if he didn't know how to do it himself, he should have gotten someone, um, you know, <laughs> who uh, knew about these kinds of things and um, to, to tell people positive things that they could do for, to improve their health, to fortify themselves, to build resilience to covid and um, and build their immune system, which he is was daily was and is still daily tearing down by all the stress that comes out of his mouth. All right, so prescription for America: take daily to increase resilience and decrease stress. This is what I wrote. Um, sometimes it feels as if the threat of coronavirus and the chaos in the world will never end. The stress can be overwhelming. But if you can remember to take positive steps each day to increase your resilience to COVID-19 and decrease your stress, you can, if you follow this anagram, uh, it will work. Each letter of the words heal myself 
stands for something you can do to build your immunity and take control of your own health. So let's look at all the letters in Heal Myself. H is for healthy, nutritious food. We, lots of people have gained weight during COVID, uh, during lockdown. You know, we joke about the COVID-19, meaning gaining 19 pounds during this time of lockdown. Um, I have gained weight. I forget the, not sure, there are different statistics, they change. But basically, lots and lots of people have gained some degree, some amount of weight during the lockdowns because we're sitting right next to the refrigerator um, and so the food is nearby and the cabinets and, um, and we're sitting, which is very bad for our health. Anyhow, so when, when we're under stress, we reach for comfort foods when times are tough. And that's because we're unconsciously longing for the memories that these comfort foods, foods like cookies, chocolate, pizza, everybody has their own uh, memory. These were the treats that our parents gave us as a reward, like if we got an A, or as comfort if we lost a game or lost a friend, for example. So unconsciously, we are drawn to those foods that our parents would give us uh, as rewards or to comfort us. E, so we're talking again about heal myself. So H, that was H, now E. E is for exercise. Uh, ideally, this would be something you could do in the sunshine, like walking your dog or taking a hike. But depending upon what mandated restrictions you're under, uh, you might not be able to do that. So you can still, everybody can still get exercise by dancing in the living room. A is for aromatherapy. Different aromas make you feel different emotions. And you can create aromatherapy or aromas different aromas that you want by either aromatherapy candles or by putting plants with flowers that have an aroma. And um, there are ones that make you feel different things. Lavender, for example, can relax you. Um, Vanilla can make you feel joyful. Jasmine relieves depression. You you can look it up. Google it. (laughs) What what things... uh, Cause, what aromas cause you to feel what? L is for laughter. At least one hour a day of laughter does wonders for your mind and body. Now, everybody can reach out for laughter. Uh, you can watch sitcoms. You can watch romantic comedies. You can watch cartoons with your kids. You can even just Google jokes or YouTube videos uh, to to get a laugh. You know, if you don't have much time, just Google a um, a funny video, or or you just Google um, jokes, you know, put in the word jokes. Then, so that's heal. Then, myself, M is for meditation or calming music. That um, is very good to interrupt the noisiness of the world and calm yourself. Y is for your choice of vitamins and supplements, particularly a vitamin that has C and D and supplements that contains that contain zinc. Um, those are particularly useful. S is for sleep. We, it's been hard for a lot of us to sleep. It's hard for us to go to sleep. We wake up in the middle of the night. We have nightmares and all of that. We wake up early in the morning. But you need to at least try to get eight hours of sleep a night. E is for engage with friends and family to support each other. 
even if this is by telephone or Zoom, or now we're kind of coming out into the world. Um, Social support, that's a psychological phenomenon that we talk about that builds your immune system and helps you to to stay psychologically well. You help others with their problems, you tell them your problems, and just that comfort, knowing somebody cares about you, is priceless. L is for limit your daily intake of gloom and doom, which means not watching Dr. Fauci uh, and not having radio, TV, or or TV on 24-7 and not doom scrolling on the Internet. F is for follow your passion. Even in lockdown or even with limits, there are still opportunities to follow your passion. And... um, and we need to be doing that. We need to feel that we have a purpose in life. And um, whatever the situation is with COVID or with anything else, other craziness in the world, um, we can do all of these things. So all of these things are either free um, or, or very inexpensive. So there is no excuse, no reason why people, everyone can't do that. Now, if you don't remember <laughs> all of these things, that's okay. Just go to the website. Uh, www.pleasefirefauci.com. Well, we're coming to the end of the show, and um, I hope there uh, there are more things on the website than I was able to uh, chat with you about today. Um, I there are also things on um, you know if you start googling. Well, I guess it, it depends who, what you Google, but um, you know, there are, if you look in the news, if you look for Fauci in the news, um, you can find in some, um, you know, in, on some uh, outlets, news outlets like Breitbart.com or Fox News um, or the New York Post, um, you know, people who are not, are not out to protect Fauci and protect um, the people who are benefiting from being in power, keeping us in our little holes, and making us take vaccines. So thank you for listening. Please do go to the website and if you read all the things again. Don't just uh, take my word for it and, and do your own research, and uh, I think you will come to the same conclusions. So thank you. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.